Chapter Twenty Four of On the Duties of the Clergy, Book the Second. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. On the Duties of the Clergy by Saint Ambrose, Book the Second, Chapter Twenty Four. We must strive for preferment only by right means. An office undertaken must be carried out wisely and with moderation. The inferior clergy should not detract from the bishop's reputation by feigned virtues. Nor again should the bishop be jealous of a cleric, but he should be just in all things and especially in giving judgment. I think then that one should strive to win preferment, especially in the church, only by good actions and with the right aim, so that there may be no proud conceit. Nor idle carelessness, no shameful disposition of mind, no unseemly ambition. A plain simplicity of mind is enough for everything, and commends itself quite sufficiently. When in office again, it is not right to be harsh and severe, nor may one be too easy, lest on the one hand we should seem to be exercising a despotic power, and on the other, to be by no means filling the office we had taken up. We must strive also to win many by kindnesses and duties that we can do, and to preserve the favor already shown us, for they will with good reason forget the benefits of former times if they are now vexed at some great wrong. For it often enough happens that those one has shown favor to and allowed to rise step by step are driven away, if one decides in some unworthy way to put another before them. But it is seemly for a priest to show such favor in his kindnesses and his decisions as to guard equity, and to show regard to the other clergy as to parents. Those who once stood approved should not now become overbearing, but rather, as mindful of the grace they have received, stand firm in their humility. A priest ought not to be offended if either cleric or attendant or any ecclesiastic should win regard for himself by showing mercy or by fasting. Or by uprightness of life, or by teaching and reading, for the grace of the church is the praise of the teacher. It is a good thing that the work of another should be praised, if only it be done without any desire to boast. For each one should receive praise from the lips of his neighbor, and not from his own mouth, and each one should be commended by the work he has done, not merely by the wishes he had. But if any one is disobedient to his bishop and wishes to exalt and appraise himself, and to overshadow his bishop's merits by a feigned appearance of learning or humility or mercy, he is wandering from the truth in his pride. For the rule of truth is to do nothing to advance one's own cause whereby another loses ground, nor to use whatever good one has to the disgrace or blame of another. Never protect a wicked man, nor allow the sacred things to be given over to an unworthy one. On the other hand, do not harass and press hard on a man whose fault is not clearly proved. Injustice quickly gives offence in every case, but especially in the church, where equity ought to exist, where like treatment should be given to all, so that a powerful person may not claim the more, nor a rich man appropriate the more. For whether we be poor or rich, we are one in Christ. Let him that lives a holier life claim nothing more thereby for himself. For he ought rather to be the more humble for it. In giving judgment, let us have no respect of persons. Favor must be put out of sight, and the case be decided on its merits. 
Nothing is so great a strain on another's good opinion or confidence as the fact of our giving away the cause of the weaker to the more powerful in any case that comes before us. The same happens if we are hard on the poor whilst we make excuses for the rich man when guilty. Men are ready enough to flatter those in high positions so as not to let them think themselves injured or to feel vexed as though overthrown. But if thou fearest to give offence, then do not undertake to give judgment. If thou art a priest or some cleric, do not urge it. It is allowable for thee to be silent in the matter, if it be a money affair, though it is always due to consistency to be on the side of equity. But in the cause of God, where there is danger to the whole church, it is no small sin to act as though one saw nothing. End of chapter 24